Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? All right. Well, we are so, so excited to have you on, Bethany. Oh my goodness. We were just talking the other day about how we have watched so many of you guys' videos and all of that good stuff. And we actually started the few just, what, two years ago now? Two years ago. For teen girls, mostly. And so we have showed y'all's videos and all that great stuff to them. And so I know they're going to be thrilled (laughs) to see you on here as well. So- Awesome. I know. I know. It's so cool. So I just wanted you to start out talking about Girl Defined and what you do with that, how you and Kristen started especially, and then we'll get to our great conversation. Okay, perfect. So just go for it. Yeah, go for it. Just introduce yourself and Girl Defined as well. Okay. Awesome. Hey y'all. I'm Bethany Veal. I'm one of the co-founders of Girl Defined Ministry. So Kristen and I were kind of like Twins, but not really. Everyone's always like, are you all twins? You're really tall. You look the same, but we're just sisters. And we started Girl Defy Ministries. Oh, I always forget. I feel like it's maybe been seven years, maybe eight years. I don't really know. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and the whole purpose of Girl Defy Ministries is to help young women, modern women, get back to God's amazing design for womanhood because there are so many messages pulling at us telling us who we should be, what we should look like, how we should think, what our relationships should look like, you know, even what gender we should be. I mean, it's getting absolutely insane out there. And we need other women saying, hey, let's go back to the source of truth, which is God's word and linking arms and saying, no, you're not crazy for believing in God's word. You're not crazy for turning to scripture for answers. And so that's the entire purpose of Girl Defined Ministries, to link arms with other sisters in Christ and pull them towards Christ and and encourage them in their relationship with him. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the one thing that I just noticed about you guys and your ministry is how you always go back to scripture, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is so rare to find in our Mm -hmm. day. So many people are giving opinions about different things and not tying it back to scripture, which is like you said, what young women need, especially in today's world where we have so many lies about our identity in Christ. That's just one of the things that I really love about your ministry and also your new devotional, which we have not gotten a chance to read with (laughs) everything going on, but I know. And we are so excited to read that and get into it. And I know our whole conversation is going to be about, right, and all that great stuff. But can you share a little bit about how Launch Week has been going for those of you who are listening who don't know? Yeah. Me and Kristen just launched a new devotional called Shine Bright. And so tell us how that's going. How has that been? Yeah. It's been a little bit of a crazy process, but how's that going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of a crazy process is how it feels. So, you know, Kristen and I, this is our fourth book. So we first wrote a book called Girl Defined, then Love Defined, and then another book, Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart. And this is the fourth book and it's a devotional. So it's a little bit different. And we were even told by our publishers, like, you know, just the way you, you know, launch a book, it might look a little bit different because it's not just a traditional book. It's a devotional. And we're like, totally, you know, we've done this three times. No problem. Like we've, we've got the swing of things. And oh, I know that God is always 
looking for opportunities to teach us to cling to him because if we feel like we've got it, then it doesn't, you know, doesn't encourage us to be on our knees and trusting him. So hardships actually are a blessing because they really do drive us to Christ. So Shine Bright, 60 Days to Becoming a Girl Defined by God, launched about a week ago. And basically from the moment it launched, it was nothing but a disaster because online for some reason, and we actually still don't have answers. So as we're sitting here, I have no idea what's going on. Our publisher doesn't really know what's going on, but for some reason it basically became like out of stock, even though the book is out there and there are tons of copies out of stock on basically every single website available. And we all know that Amazon is kind of like the biggest bookseller. And so they have just had it listed as out of stock for about a week. So it launched and then it was like, wait a minute, like this huge rain cloud, like what is happening? And so it took us a couple of days to work with our publisher and try to figure out what in the world is happening. And, you know, we just wake up every day and are like, is it is today going to be the day where it changes? And sure. it's still not, it's still basically unavailable except on our publisher's website, Baker Bookhouse, which they've been so gracious and are giving everyone free shipping and a 30% discount. And then on the Girl Defined website, so girldefined.com. Um, and we are giving everyone a 30% discount on signed copies as well. But, you know, that's a devotional is all about, and this devotional, Shine Bright, is all about helping modern women, you know, go to the word as their foundation, because we can talk about all of the modern issues that we're facing. We can talk about, you know, sexuality, or we can talk about identity, anxiety. We can talk about all this stuff. And there are a lot of great resources out there. But truthfully, if we're not really building a strong foundation of going to God's word and really building a personal relationship with him, then we're kind of just putting band-aids on the issue. So even though most people haven't been able to access Shine Bright yet, like I know you two haven't even been able to get it yet. Um, Once it does get into the hands of people, uh, eventually, who knows when, eventually it will, the entire purpose is to help us to go to God in our, whatever it is we're facing. Mm -hmm. So for me, I've had to turn to God this week, um, just like I do every week, but in a new way saying, God, I don't know. I don't understand. This has never happened before. Why is our book literally unavailable everywhere? Why can basically no one get it? This is so weird. Can you, you know, and the circumstances haven't changed, but that doesn't change how my response should be. So my response should be to go to God, to go to the word, to trust him, to find rest and peace in him. Because if I don't, then I'm just going to be stressed and, you know, I I can't control this, you know, and my publisher, it's outside of their control too. So it's like, I'd just be super stressed and getting mad at people if I didn't trust in the Lord and say, God, you know, you can turn even a bad launch into something better. And who knows, there may have been someone who wasn't going to get the book, but then heard the story, how it's been a really difficult time and decided to get it. And who knows where this book might land that turns out to be a blessing that might've not happened. So I think, you know, sometimes hard things can, can be blessings in disguise. And that's what I'm praying and hoping for. Like, God, I can't see tomorrow, but I'm just hoping that, you know, and trusting that you have a better plan for this devotional. And for whatever reason, the launch date we had April 20th isn't going to be the official launch date. And we're going to do a new launch and you are sovereign over that. And I can trust and rest in you. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Anytime, even a hardship draws us closer to Christ, it's a blessing in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the main things that you guys cover in the book is our identity in Christ. So how have you personally been able to focus on your identity in Christ, focus on living your identity in Christ out, and how has it shaped your ministry and your personal life? Yeah, you know, that's a great question because... Right now, I feel like more than ever, because of the rise of social media and even amazing podcasts like this, you know, and just the amount of information that we can receive into our minds, I think we'd be really naive to act like that doesn't affect us and to act like that doesn't really impact us. And we can really use these sources for good, or we can fill our minds with things that 
really, you know, in so many ways, our lives are even just like pure garbage, things that are not helping us, who are, they're telling us who we should be and what we should think. And so I know, you know, a lot of modern messages are just like, be true to yourself, follow your inner truth, listen to your heart. I mean, you can just go into like Target and everywhere. It's, you know, even in the little girl's clothes section, like follow your heart, be true to yourself, girl boss. And it's like, wow, these are the messages that we as women are receiving day in and day out. And so I know for me, and it might sound kind of weird, but the more that I have found my identity in Christ and the more that I have understood who he is as my designer, my creator, the person who knitted me together in my mother's womb, who loves me, who doesn't have a measure of success that changes every year with the styles and the fashion and the fads, but who says, you know, it's the inner person of who you are, Bethany, that matters. And you, life isn't about you. Life isn't about measuring up to a certain standard or looking a certain way or having this amount of followers or fitting the certain mold. Your life is about living for me as my daughter and enjoying your relationship with me and pointing others to me. And that's something that any of us can do. And no matter how much money we have, no matter how we look, no matter what other people think of us, we can be like successful in God's eyes because it's a completely different measure of success. And, you know, there was a time in my life where, um, I, I tell this in, I tell this in shine bright, the 60 day devotional, uh, where I walked into a restaurant and some, some of the listeners may have heard this story before, but I walked into a restaurant with my dad and the hostess, I mean, which is a very strange reception from a hostess, but she literally looked me up and down with shocked eyes. And then she just looked at me and said, you are freakishly tall. And I'm six one, so I'm pretty tall. And in San Antonio, honestly, it's kind of a shorter city. There's not tons and tons of tall people here, but I'm like, well, one, that's a really weird way to welcome someone into your restaurant. Like it's not going to make me feel like a very welcome customer. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, I don't think anyone likes the word freak like associated with them. Like you are freak in any way. It's like, well, that makes me feel really great. Like right, awesome, right. you know, but the interesting thing is, is that at this point in my life, I had worked really hard to, you know, have a quiet time, which is just basically spending time with God to be in prayer, to study scripture so that I could know who God says that I am, not just my own opinion of myself, not who the world or the magazines or anyone else, social media, um, even my family, you know, that not who they say I am, but who Christ says I am. And so at this moment, when I walked into the restaurant and this lady looks at me and calls me a freak. Um, instead of getting super down or anxious or like depressed over the fact like, wow, I'm six one, I am a freak. Like looking around, like I'm heads taller than every other woman in here, you know, instead of, you know, spiraling out of control, I was able to just kind of laugh it off and be like, yeah, I am really tall. Ha ha. And then remember like, who is my designer? Who is my creator? God. And he doesn't call me a freak. He says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, not for my own glory, but for his glory, you know? And so that's one of the reasons why it's so important to be grounded in the word. And that's the entire purpose of why we're releasing this devotional shine bright 60 days to becoming a girl defined by God. It's empowering women in a biblical sense, not empowering them to just be bold and all about themselves and a girl boss, but empowering them so that they can have confidence and be bold to live out truth and to know that God is their creator. And if somebody calls them a freak, they're, they're bold to know like, Oh, that's not true. I can spot lies from a mile away because I am steeped in scripture. And the only way you can have that kind of confidence and strength is from the Lord. And how do we get that? By being in his word, by having a relationship with him. So if you're a young woman and you're like, I want to have like a confidence that's rooted in 
Christ. And I want to be bold and I don't want to feel so insecure and just always so anxious. The best thing that you can do is to lean into your relationship with Christ, to be a woman of the word and shine bright is just a tool to help get you into the word. And I really believe that if you, you know, if a a young woman says, okay, I want to do that. I'm going to spend the next 60 days working through shine bright. It's not shine bright. That's magical or anything good about it, but it points you to the word. It directs you to the word. And by being in the word, you're going to grow in your relationship with God. And I think you truly will be a more Christ-centered, humble, confident, bold woman by the end of that 60-day journey. Wow. I so agree with that, Bethany, because I think that just personally, what I've experienced in my own quiet time and in spending time with the Lord is that if I don't have that place to go, if I don't have that something whether it be a devotional or a blog post or Mm -hmm. just a scripture, one verse that starts me out. I do not have that uh, real motivation to do it on my own. Yeah. So I think that Shine Bright is so helpful in that to say, hey, just do it for 60 days. Create that discipline in your quiet time for 60 days and just give it a try. And after that, I think what I see happening is that girls will try that and then be disciplined in the word. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. There's so much to see in scripture. It's not just, Hey, we pick random spots and try to figure out what we we learn from it, you know, which is what so many of us I think are doing, especially young women today. But why do you think it is so important to be in the word reading those Mm -hmm. books from a personal experience? How do you think that has helped you to have something to base that off of and to go into Mm -hmm. your quiet time with? Yeah. You know, I think about it and I think about why it's been so important for me. And so when I consider all of the different, I guess, bits of wisdom and guidance of, hey, here's here's how you can live in life. You know, I I hear one set of messages that is saying like, you have all you need, you are everything that you need to be. Um, and you just need to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am enough. I have everything I need. I am a complete person um, and just drown out the other voices. And when I think about that, I'm like, you know, we all lay our heads down at night and we all know everything about like our, our own shortcomings, our own lack of measuring up, even just from a, not even like a sin standpoint, but just like a, like, you know, just physically or, you know, popularity wise or financially. And so we all go to bed feeling this inadequacy and incomplete. And it doesn't matter if you are, you know, the richest woman in the world. I, I, you know, we talk about in our book, Girl, to find about Marilyn Monroe, one of the most considered still like successful, beautiful women of all time. And yet she even talked about her life and how unhappy she was and just how she felt like she belonged to the world, but she didn't really, wasn't really known. And so I think, wow, we've seen over and over again, how the world's messages for us aren't enough and aren't really giving us that enoughness. And so when I stand and I look at myself in the mirror, I, I really look in the mirror and I think I'm not enough. I don't have what it takes and I'm not complete. And if that's what I had to go on, I can tell you that I would feel just like so many other girls feel so just really depressed in so many ways because life, it's not all that we hope it is. And it's not, we're not just measuring up all the time. There's always something more. The grass is always greener in just a little bit of a different way. And so for me, the reason why I feel like it is so crucial for me to have a personal relationship with God and to have a regular quiet time is because I know how inadequate I am. And I know that I'm nothing special. Like Bethany Beal from San Antonio, Texas, even though she stands a mile higher than everyone out there, you know, she, there's nothing like extra special about her. But 
when I go to the word and when I open up scripture and I see and read about the gospel and the New Testaments and I see, wow, Jesus, he came and lived a perfect life and then willingly gave himself up to die for me while I was yet a sinner. You know, all of us at the foot of the cross, we deserve nothing. We don't deserve his death. We don't deserve to take, you know, his righteousness in our place, but he willingly gives it to us and says that it's his free gift that he gives it to us and says that if we trust in him, that we can have a personal relationship with him and that we get to take on a new identity an identity as his child. So I'm no longer just Bethany Beale from Texas. I really am Bethany, a daughter of God. And that's my new identity. So I can look forward into the future into all of eternity and say, wow, this life feels really big. It feels really long, but ultimately we're foolish if we think that this is all there is, you know, and we're foolish to act like this is the most important thing in life. And so for me, I really love to live with eternity in mind, thinking, where am I going to spend forever? And then looking at scripture and seeing that Christ says we are ambassadors. We are just here for a moment. This isn't our eternal home. We're almost like not on vacation, but visiting somewhere else. And God has put us here for such a time as this to love other people, to tell others about him, to grow in our relationship with him, to be in the word, to work hard, to do all of that. But ultimately remembering that one day we're going to spend forever with Christ in eternity. And so the more I do that, the less I feel so tied down to this life and so tied down to my circumstances. And even when things don't go my way or my life doesn't go like I had planned or having a really bad hair day or my face breaks out or, you know, whatever it is, these things that we, we girls deal with instead, I can go, wow, but this isn't it. This isn't all I have. And, you know, I, I don't know how people like really thrive and, and live so abundantly, like thinking that this is all there is, because I feel like that is such a sad thought to me that this world and just the most we make of it, that's it, you know? And so I think that the more I am in scripture and the more I realize that my life isn't just this and that my life is about Christ, truly the more I thrive. And I know Paul talks about that, like to die is gain and to lose your life is to gain life. And we think of Jesus, he was the ultimate example of that. He came to do his father's will and he came to not be served, but to serve. And that's ultimately our example. It seems so backwards in our world. Like, why would you come not to be served and, but to serve? Like, are you kidding? Like you got to take what you can get and make the most of your own life and, and make the most of yourself and all of that. But Christ, he was the one who deserved the most and then gave up his life for a greater purpose. And so that's what being in the word. And that's what, you know, building my relationship with Christ is all about. And I'm not perfect at this. Like, I struggle just like the next person. And I've talked to many godly women who are much more godly than me and older than me and wiser than me. And none of them are perfect at this, you know? So I don't want anyone to feel like, wow, if I could just read my Bible a little bit more, my life's problems would go away. No, it doesn't work like that. But the more we are in the word and the more we do build our relationship with Christ, it's like we change our perspective and we change the way we see life. And instead of this life and everything in it being so important, it kind of fades a little bit. And it's like, oh, we start to see Christ a little bit more clearly. We start to see you know, what our purpose is really all about. And just each time, you know, we're in the word a little bit more, it helps sharpen that perspective. And I think that's where the true freedom is found. Sure. Well, I love what you were saying about how we can look in the mirror and be like, I can't do everything on my own. Yeah. I feel like that's where you find true humility 
and you can humble yourself enough to come to the foot of the cross and say, Lord, I am not enough and I need your help. And I feel like the world's message is just so messed up Mm -hmm. with that. We are enough and we are those girl bosses or whatever, because that is just such a warped worldview. Yeah. It really takes away from that Mm -hmm. uh, humility that you find in Christ. Mm -hmm. So we also wanted to ask you, how do you find time in your daily life to get in the word? I know that there's so many things that can be distracting, even just yes. like in our own personal experience, like ministry can even distract yes. us from getting in scripture. And I know that tons of stuff has been happening in your life in the past couple of years. You've gotten married, you've become a mother. And so I'm sure that that has presented a whole new set of challenges with trying to have that focused time where you just spend time in the Lord's presence. So yeah, how have you kind of come to make it a routine and mm. to get in the Lord's word on a regular basis? Yeah, that's a great question. And to be totally honest, every day doesn't look the exact same. So I know that, um, you know, when I was single and um, didn't have a baby, wasn't married, my schedule was pretty much just like the exact same every day. And it was a little bit easier, but I'm realizing more and more just how important it is to prioritize and plan and sacrifice and, um, you know, get the distractions away. Because to be totally honest, it's like, especially I got married two and a half years ago. And that was amazing and wonderful. And then I had a baby, Davy Jr. Uh, about 14 months ago. It's so like a year and two months ago. And I would say it's when I had Davy that life became a lot more unpredictable and challenging in that way. Um, and so I look back when I was single or even first married and I'm like, what was my excuse? Like, what in the world? You know, every new season when you get busier, you're like, what was my problem back then? I had no... I could have spent, you know, all the time in God's word. Um, but for me now, I've really started to realize that in the morning, so Davy Jr. will wake up and I'll feed him. And then right after that, my husband has been so kind and he'll take him for maybe like 30 minutes to an hour, um, depending on when Davy wakes up. And I've realized instead of just relaxing during that time or like, oh, my one moment before my day starts, you know, all of that, that is a time I need to capitalize on. And um, I was talking to uh, another ministry person the other day, and she was saying that she literally sets her alarm to say from Proverbs 31, like she rises while it is still dark, you know, and that's her alarm that that's what it says on there in the morning. And I was like, you know, that's so true. And so for me, that's really been the time that I've started to capitalize on. And so I don't always have like lots of time in that moment to do like a deep Bible study. Um, But in that moment, I try to spend focusing on a shorter scripture passage. So whether that's reading through a book of the Bible. So I really love the book of Acts and I'm in that right now. So sometimes I'll read a chapter from that. And sometimes I'll go to like a commentary um, or I'll just like look up some cross references if I'm doing that. Um, So sometimes I'll do that, but then also sometimes I will do like a devotional. So like shine bright, like I'm talking about, there are other devotionals. There's one called solid joys. Um, There's others by Tim Keller and different people that I've done in the past. And so sometimes that's what I'll do in the morning. And so I'll read the scripture. I will read the devotional for the day. I'll spend time in prayer. Um, And that's a great way. I like to start my day, but What I really, really love is when I have those times, and this typically happens in the evening after Davy goes to bed or on the weekends when I get to spend a longer amount of time in the word actually studying the Bible. So for me, I view like having kind of like a quiet time and then having a Bible study as two different things. Mm -hmm. Because if I view every morning, like I have to have an in-depth Bible study, I often just feel super discouraged and like it's getting interrupted and I can't finish. And it's just like hard. I feel like I'm not like 
doing a good job. But I found like if I have a quiet time where I am, you know, reading a chapter or a few passages of scripture, and then I'm spending time in prayer and just kind of reflecting on what I've read, um, that's a good amount of time that I have in the morning. I can kind of guarantee that I'll have that. And then I know in the evenings after Davy goes to bed, I definitely, you know, unless me and my husband have something going on, you know, he likes to read and he likes to do Bible study. And so I know that I can pull out my Bible or I can pull out like a theology book or something or listen to a sermon, something where I know I'm going to have uninterrupted time to focus. Or sometimes on the weekends, my husband will be like, Hey, why don't you go to a coffee shop or I'll take the baby for a little bit. And then I'll have a few hours where I can actually dig deeper. So I just want to encourage if you're listening to to realize that every type of Bible time doesn't necessarily look the same. And I know I felt really confused about that for a long time. Like, okay, is spending time in the word, is there only one way to do it? And I think that there really are a couple of different ways. And so I would encourage you to differentiate what you're doing. Like, are you just having a quiet time, kind of like a personal devotion time, or are you doing a Bible study and maybe figure out like, okay, in the morning before I start school or go to work or whatever I'm doing, how much time do I have? And am I going to have a quiet time or am I going to have a Bible study? Um, and you know, and then just kind of decide and maybe a couple times a week you have a quiet time and a couple times a week you go deeper and have a Bible study, you know, kind of like digging deeper into what you've been learning about. Um, so that's been super helpful for me and very freeing in some ways, understanding that not all, you know, it's not every godly woman out there isn't doing like three hours in the morning of an in-depth Bible study. They kind of break it up. And I know some women who have a quiet time where she just spends, you know, maybe 30 minutes in the morning meditating on scripture or reading some of the Psalms and Proverbs of the day. And then she'll spend a few hours on the weekend doing an in-depth Bible study. And that's what she does. And so every season will look different, but I think the main goal is figuring out, okay, how can I prioritize getting into the word? Um, and so that's kind of how it's looked for me right now now, more of a quiet time during the week and then Bible study on the weekend. Hopefully that makes sense. I know I, I just said a lot, but that's kind of what's been helpful for me. And again, I just want to emphasize, like I do that very imperfectly and most everyone I talk to doesn't do it perfectly. And God is such a gracious God and he really wants our hearts to desire him. And so I would just encourage you to pray and say, God, please help me to desire you. Please help me to desire your word and help me to not just do this as like a checkbox, like, okay, got my Bible reading off, but to really care and to really want to know you. And I think that is a crucial aspect of being in the word and having a quiet time or studying the word is to actually pray and ask God to help you to long for him. Because if we don't have that, then what are we doing? You know, we're just going through the motions. And I think that's definitely not where we want to be. Sure. Well, and there's no, um, and I know you guys say this a lot, there's no cookie cutter way yeah. to do this, you know, and yeah. if it was, then we would all fail. Yes. You know, we would all be like totally messed up because nobody does things the same. And so yeah. just figuring out what works for you is the best way totally. to read scripture, to study. And like you said, if our heart isn't in it, then it doesn't matter yeah. if you read your Bible for two hours. It doesn't matter if you are involved in so many small groups or yeah. church functions or whatever it may be in your life. And so I, I love that women can come to scripture. They can come to different devotionals and see that I can do this the way that works for me because yeah. God just desires me to be with him. Exactly. And so I love that. I love, and that has freed me up so much. Mm. I've heard my time and spending time with the Lord. Like I don't have to do it the way yes. that even Maddie does it, you know? Yeah. And we can be different in that way. We have different times and some people are morning people. And some people, like you said, 
would rather do it in the evenings because they're yeah. more aware of what they're doing and their heart is in it. And so I love that. And I just want to ask you, what is like your one word of advice to young women today? Because mm. there are so many different messages out there. There are so many different Instagram pages for women yes. to follow and little graphics that we can share and all that great stuff. And while that is not bad in and of itself, what would you say to young mm. women who are just struggling? Like they don't know, okay, I really want that. I really want to get in the word, but where do I start? How yeah. do I do this? And how would you make that practical for them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it can feel super overwhelming and it can feel like, well, I'll just get in on Instagram and a few good accounts I follow. I'll just, you know, read their little devotional yeah. for the day and why that's good. And, you know, I think that can be encouraging. I think it's really, really important to just do something, start really small, start really simple, but do something that actually encourages you to open your Bible. Um, and so I know that we love our iPhones and I know we love our, you know, just like technology, but I would honestly, if you're a young woman, my one bit of encouragement to you would be to, if you don't have like an actual Bible, I would encourage you to get an actual Bible. And it's not because there's something magical about like, you know, if you read your, you know, Bible on your iPhone, there's something terrible about that. No, but I think the reason is, and this is something I'm working on too, when we open our Bible and we put our phones away, we put the distractions away. So what I would really encourage you to do, my one bit of advice would be get something like Shine Bright. So it doesn't have to be Shine Bright, but you can get Shine Bright, the 60 day devotional, or you can get another devotional that encourages you to open the word. That's what you want to look for. And I would encourage you for something like 30 days or 60 days, you can even get the free version. If you go to the version Bible app, you can get the seven day free version of Shine Bright. So you don't even have to spend a penny right now. You can literally get the free version. Um, and I would encourage you to just commit whether it's the seven day version or you get the Shine Bright 60 day version and say, okay, I don't, I don't even have to think because they are giving me a complete plan to be in the word. And whether you are a seasoned Christian, you're like, I've been a Christian my whole life and I know how to do this, or you're brand new, I encourage you to just make a commitment, whether it's for the seven days or for the 60 days and to say, okay, for this amount of time, every day at this time, I'm going to set my alarm. I'm going to set my phone and I'm going to just start reading through that day. I'm going to read the scripture passage. And then when I get to the digging deeper section at the end, I'm not going to skip over that because that's where the important stuff is. That's where it encourages you to open up your Bible and actually learn where books are, what the passages say. And you know what the cool thing is, is that we never outgrow the Bible. The Holy Spirit works in ways to where it is revealing new things because God's word is alive and active. So I would encourage you to just make that commitment right now to say, okay, I know I'm really busy. I know I have a lot going on. I know I love to check my Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that I'm doing, but I'm going to make this commitment. And whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, I am going to commit to doing the next seven or 60 days in this devotional and, and just see how it goes. You know, I think it would be so cool if you made that commitment because I think that God's word would come alive to you in ways you may have not noticed before. Um, and I think you'll learn new things about God, new things about scripture. And what you might feel like right now is really boring, like quiet time, ooh, boring, or I'm just not that excited about it. I think that you will leave at the end of that time actually feeling excited and feeling like your eyes have opened to, to new things about the Bible that you didn't really understand. And so that's my one encouragement and challenge to everyone listening is to just take either the go through the YouVersion Bible app of Shine Bright seven days or get Shine Bright the book, the devotional and go through the next 60 days and just make that commitment. And then, you know, let us know, let, you know, send them an email at the few or send an email to Girl Define and let us know how it goes. I would love to hear from you and just hear what your experience was like. Yeah. I love what you were saying about getting an actual Bible or mm -hmm. getting an actual devotion, because I feel like even in church sometimes, you know, we've got our fancy screens. And so the pastor will 
put the scripture up there. Yes. And we don't even have to bring our Bibles to church anymore. And so I feel like when you do open your Bible, you can do that cross-referencing. Like you were saying earlier, I do that a lot. You can read the little commentary things you have at the bottom or whatever. And you just learn so much more and you're learning how to navigate your Bible. Mm -hmm. I feel like that helps with memorization even more even. Totally. And yeah, it's definitely like Bethany said, go get yourself a Bible. Yes. I love just opening my Bible and then looking at different scriptures, looking Mm -hmm. at the little footnotes that they give you and all that great stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that one thing I wanted to add, Bethany, was in Ephesians 5, I think it's verse 15. I'm looking it up here. It says, pay careful attention then to how you live, not as unwise Mm -hmm. people, but as wise. And I love that scripture. And we've been going back to that a lot in one of our Bible study groups is that if we are not intentionally living, then we're never going to get into scripture. Like mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it is what it is. If we don't have those hard times, like you're talking about, even with launch week or with ministry or something that you're doing that is challenging you in yeah. that area of your life, then it's just so easy to let life take over mm-hmm. and totally. you don't actually live in wisdom and the Lord's wisdom. And we know that that only comes through scripture. And so I think one of the things that Maddie and I just go back to a lot is that if we are not intentionally living, then we're never going to be able to get serious Mm. about Jesus because we're not making different choices than the world. You know, everyone is living. Everyone is showing up today. We can't stop today from happening. And so are we going to make the choice to live as wise people and to live, as you said, God's children and live in a way that he tells us to? Or are we going to live my way and just Mm -hmm. try to do what I want or what I feel at the moment because feelings come and go and can't rely on those for absolute truth in our lives, which again is another lie that the world is telling us all the time. Just go with what you feel and and that that doesn't work. And so I just want you to end with where everybody can find you and uh, where they can order Shine Bright since Amazon has taken you guys (laughs) way in this area or whatever's happening there. Where can they order Shine Bright? I know that so many young girls listen and hopefully you're going to want to buy this. Yeah. Well, I'm, I just had so much fun being on here and it's always cool to meet people who know about Girl Define and just to see you too. I mean, you know, I feel like we're the same age, but y'all are much younger than me. So it's just a reminder. Wow. <laughs> I'm like the old woman in Titus too. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can go to girldefined.com. And then if you just go girldefined.com slash shine, you can get the book there and it'll take you directly to our publisher's website where you can get it for 30% off plus free shipping. Um, and I know we do have some international girls and I'll share this. This will be shared on Girl Define too. So if they are listening and they're like, well, I can't get it on, on Baker. Um, you can actually go to the book depository or just go to girldefined.com slash shine. And if you're international, you can get it there. Um, and then, yeah, you can actually just click on over to the Girl Defined show, our podcast. Um, if you're like, oh, this was fun. I love this conversation. You can head on over there or obviously anywhere on Instagram. It's just Girl Defined pretty much everywhere. (laughs) Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on here, Mm -hmm. Bethany. We appreciate you guys. Please tell Kristen that we are praying for you guys as well. Your ministry, your family, all that great stuff. We appreciate you taking time out of your, I'm sure, very busy day to uh, just chat with us a little bit about Shine Bright and just to talk about Jesus because Mm -hmm. conversations like this are so encouraging. I know I am encouraged after this and we have been so excited to be able to chat with you and we pray the same 
for the different listeners and the girls that will jump on here and hear this conversation afterwards. But Bethany, before we go, we wanted to pray over you. Thank you. Um, And so do you have any specific prayer requests? Obviously the book and the launch and everything, but anything personal that we could pray for you today? Yeah, you're so sweet. You know, it's a whole new journey of figuring out how to um, you know, do the things that God has put in my life right in front of me well. And so I know he's called me to be a wife and a mom, and those are like my top priorities. Um, and so that, and then girl Define definitely comes third. And so just making sure that those priorities stay in order, even though I love girl Define and it's a wonderful ministry. I personally believe that my husband and my child come before that. And then obviously my relationship with God. So just in this season of busyness, and even just when there's a lot of stress, like trying to figure out what in the world's going on, why is our book unavailable? That my priorities, obviously with God, but then with my family, even that they would be a priority and I wouldn't get so distracted with the other things going on going on in my life that they become, you know, like an annoyance. Like, oh, why, Davy, why are you unhappy today? But no, like this is my first priority sure. um, as a, a mom, you know, like he is so important and he is a little soul that God has entrusted me to raise and to care for and disciple. So just that my priorities would stay straight is a good prayer request. Okay. Well then we will wrap up this episode in prayer. So let's pray. Lord, I just want to thank you for this day and for this episode and for Bethany. Uh, I just thank you so much that we were able to just sit here and have this conversation with her. You know how much Girl Defined has blessed me and Lily's lives in our ministry and how much they have taught us. I just want to pray for Bethany and Kristen during this super busy time with launching Shine Bright. And I pray that you would just give them wisdom on um, how to fix some of the issues that have been going on lately. I pray that you would just work all those different things out and that their book would be easily accessible to whoever would like to buy it. I pray for Bethany specifically, that you would just help her in this super stressful and crazy time to just remember to focus on you and to keep you first in her life. And we just want to pray for her family also. I pray that she would just be a light to everyone around her and that uh, she would shine bright and that she would be focusing on her identity in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Bethany, so much again for being on. Thank you. Great week. And please let us know if there's anything we can do to help you guys out. I'm sure we'll continue to plug the book and can't wait to read ours and update I know. everyone. Hopefully you'll get it. <laughs> it said it was coming in like two days. So cool. hopefully we'll get it and We're be excited. able to read it. Yes. Well, if you share this, send it to me, okay. um, the podcast when it's live, we'll share it with everyone. Cause I think it's so cool, especially y'all are, you know, younger. And so I think it's so cool for the girl to find sisterhood just to see, wow, like, look how inspiring and cool this is. Like they're like, you know, running this whole podcast and really trying to make an impact around them. And I think that's just sure. super inspiring. So Absolutely. keep up the great work and I can't wait for more of the sisterhood to get to see your podcast and hopefully subscribe and get to listen to y'all. Thank you guys so much. Well, it was so good to meet y'all. Hopefully we'll get to stay connected and maybe we'll get to meet soon here. (laughs) Yes, that'd be great. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Thank you.